everybody it's your boy dre says and we are on episode 10 y'all i know i say every week i'd be surprised you know why because it took me so long to even start doing this for me to even fathom that i've been doing it for five months now is crazy but with it being episode 10 i figure i bring in a special guest someone who's very important to me and very important to all the fly death fans even if you don't know it. Fly that for real. Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dre Says Podcast. We are on episode 10. Episode 10. Who the fuck would have thought I'd have made it to episode 10? Uh, but with episode 10, I had to bring in a special guest. I had to bring in my boy, Fly that for real. Fly that for real. Welcome to the Dre Says Podcast. You sound like um, you sound like DJ Envy on a breakfast. <laughs> we are the breakfast club. <laughs> Angela Lee, Charlemagne the God, and DJ Envy. Yeah. Nah, that nigga corny though. Same, same. Oh, I hope I don't sound that corny. Nah, that bad. Right. <laughs> that light skin, nigga. Yeah, yo, it's when the lights is in here, I get a little lighter. You know what I mean? But not that light. <laughs> and I still got all my hair. You shining bright, bro. Listen, listen. Remember when we did the first video, the first uh, when I meet with Dre and and I was like, yo, you got to enunciate your words and all the other shit. This is yeah. where that comes from, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what, did I, what did I call it? Your what voice? <laughs> I can't remember now. Why? Was it my social media voice or some shit like that? Some shit like that. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Um, like, you got a phone like, yo, nigga. <laughs> yo, what's yo, was popping? Right. <laughs> Yo, man, but it's yo for us real shit though. This has been ten. It's been ten. This is be my tenth episode. Like I, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I didn't think I was gonna make it past three. Not because I didn't have shit to talk about, but because, I mean, I just don't. I don't really stay consistent with shit like this. Like, yeah, no, I know. And <clears throat> how long I've been telling you to do some shit like this? I mean, listen. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Personally, we talk every day on some other shit, bro. Right, right, right. right. I don't really, never really understood why people enjoy listening to you talk so much. Not in a bad way. Yeah, I don't. But it's just something that I always like, because you always go on Instagram and start talking that funny shit, that, you know, (laughs) independent man shit, starting shit. (laughs) Like, everybody loves it for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've I've tried to figure that out myself. I've had multiple people give me their reasoning behind it. Um, What's the reason you get though? Huh? What's the reasons they give you? So I get reasons like you just be tr- speaking the truth. You don't care what nobody says. You just say what you want to say. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, I understand that. Um, I have female friends and 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 I guess fans that will just say, I just like listening to you talk. And I'm like. Eh. Okay, like, I ain't mad at none of it. Like, right. I'm not mad at none of it. I just don't, I still haven't 100% understood why. Yeah, so it's funny to me. But I'm going to run with it. Yeah, it's in my own lane to take off. Oh, right. No which, which is crazy because, like, when I, even when I was talking to my uh, people at work and uh, I had talked to, like, a couple of friends and they were like, yo, what are you going to do for your 10th episode? I'm, I'm going to bring Rella. They're like, what are you going to talk about? I said, I have no idea because we yeah. talk every day. We literally talk every day. And then I, even today when we were talking, I was like, I'm not sure. Like, and then I was like, well, fuck it then. Like, I mean, he's the guest on my show. So I'm going to essentially ask him questions. Right. So I just came up with a couple of questions. I think I did about five. Maybe there might be a couple more I might throw in there. Questions that I wanted to ask you that I've never really like asked you because I, I haven't either felt like I needed to. Yeah. Um, or we just always talking about everything so i figured it would come up at some point but fuck it you sit in the hot seat tonight why not you know what i'm saying sure. um it's not gonna be no old shit if y'all want to see how we started fly def and all that other stuff and got everything rolling um stop being lazy go to flydefinition.com and scroll to the bottom of the fucking page man i'm so sick of those questions bro like every time i every time somebody asks me to do like a podcast or wants to ask me for like an interview or some shit like that like 
it's always the same bullshit question, so we're not going to do that today. That's why I'm so glad to ask you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to get to one of my questions, yo. All right. Um, so so the, first, the first question I had, uh, first question I had, how – you're from Rochester, so you're a Rochester native. Um, a lot of people still think I'm from Miami. That's – that's the crazy, yo. You know how many people think I live in Miami, bro? Uh, it, which it makes me laugh because you don't even live there no more. It's, it's um, funny. I come back to visit. I always get the well. You know, it's not like Miami. It's kind of like yo, like Hudson Avenue. Like I'm, I'm kind of from here. Like I, I know what to expect. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So my thing is, what I, that was would be my question. Like, how does it feel when you come home and people don't recognize, like, or you know, what I mean, and we've been called not a local brand multiple times. So, like, how do, does that bother you at any point? Or, like, is it just a I don't give a shit kind of move? I mean, at first it did because, you know, you want to be um, acknowledged by your peers, of course. Right. But just kind of kind of take the the road of, you know, we've shipped shit everywhere. I got friends in Australia. I got a homie in Bangkok. I got a homie in London. We got, you know, we call them homies, but we got family in L.A. Right. No, Houston, yeah, we got a care in Japan, Japan, New York City. Um, so at first, kind of like, damn, you know, I, I would love to be involved, but at the same time, I guess you know, my path just wasn't meant to be just local. Right. Um, and the people that we, you know, that support us locally when we do our pop up shops and all that shit, they come through and they come through heavy. Um, so it's kind of like you don't want to look past the support you're getting to try and find some shit that you're not really missing out on. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I mean, there are definitely some people, you know, in Rochester that I would love to be more involved with when we come through the town. But, you know, they just kind of feel like they're above, you know, supporting. And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like it'll damage your brand and your level of coolness, um, you know, and whatever you're doing. So I don't take it personally no more. But at first it was kind of like, well, you know, how the fuck we not mentioned? How the fuck we not invited? Right. But, you know... I mean, look! Look at what we've done. And, and, that, I mean? that, and that's kind of where I'm at with it. I was initially, you know me, I was frustrated, bro. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, nigga, yeah. we Rochester more than anybody, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but if I gave a shit about that, then that means that I don't give a shit about the fact that we're not super. It's happening. Local. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, appreciating what's happening compared to what you expected to happen, how you wanted to happen. And one of the first things you learn, everybody learns, is you got to take it elsewhere before you can bring it back home. Which is so crazy, but it's so true. No, but at first you're thinking the people directly next to you is going to be the ones, you know, rah rah and pushing your shit. Right, and that's just how it go. So yeah, um, I mean, that sums it up for me on that one. On some real shit, like that. That's exactly how I be feeling now. Initially upset, and then you just gotta gotta be like, well, if I was the if I was to hold myself to only local and be upset about that shit, then that means I'm not concentrating on everything else that we're trying to do. And everybody else that we trying to get it to, like, like you said, everywhere, man, nigga, from Alaska to Japan, like we didn't cover the map. We shipped it, you know. what I'm saying we haven't gone there to have the opportunity to go yet, you know. What I'm yeah. saying, like, you know, we've been represented there, and that's, you know, that's fucking dope. Like, it's, it's overlooked or underappreciated. They can, but you know, I, I, it's, it's amazing to me the friends that we have, and you know, I grew up Hudson Avenue, you know, Dunn Street. Right by 104. For those that don't know, my mom's still over there. My grandma's on Dayton Street. Um, I was a chubby, shy kid growing up. Like, I was the youngest of three. I wasn't expected to become, you know what I'm saying, the kind of person I've become. I was a lot more shy, a lot more reserved, you know, than my older two brothers. But, you know, just not being able to follow them is what I always wanted to do. My mother wouldn't let me. Right. I had to make a conscious decision at, you know, a certain point to say, I, I got to create my own path. Randy, Randy was way too older anyway. Snake was doing what he was doing. And that was pretty much what laid the groundwork for me to become creative and really figure out what the fuck I like to do. Right. So with, with that, with that being said, so the creative end of this, when it comes to, like, I know what we tell other people when we talk about our relationship as far as this this brand, as far as us as brothers and shit goes. But, like, you are the creative. You are the one who designs 99.9% .9 of the shit. You're the one that puts it together. You just kind of take all the jumbled, crazy-ass shit that comes from my head and make it perfect. Um, and then I am 
this annoying ass outspoken dude that doesn't hesitate with a lot of shit. So kind of a two part question. Does that work for you? And be 100% honest. Uh, and two, has there ever been a time where you've been like, yo, you, you kind of cross the line, Dre, pull it back in? Answer the second question first, no. Yeah. No? Shit, all right, I feel good then. Never. Um, <laughs> the first question, yeah, it works, but there's always the times once in a while where I'll say some shit and you'll be like, I don't think that's a good idea. And, I, and then I say what? Well, you know what? You design shit yourself. You let me know what you're going to do. I'm going to do what I'm going to do and see what the reaction is. And then we'll go from there. And I'm pretty much undefeated in that shit. It's like the I'm only day. laughing because it just happened this morning. Right. Right. And I'm, I'm done. Like, what I tell you? I'm done. Yeah. I'm done arguing. Okay. If you want to do a hoodie, we'll do a hoodie. And we'll do what I want to do. We'll see what gets the best response. And we'll go from there. I listen, a lot of it is just to keep you on your toes, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? No point. I'm not going to bicker. We're going to do it. Nah, we're going to nah. speak and go from there. And we're lucky enough to be at the point now where we can do that. We can just yeah. try. Let's try two different options. If, if, if the shit don't work, then we throw the one option out. Which, unfortunately, I'll be honest, most of them are mine. They get tossed. Beautiful thing about being, you know, consistent but being small. We ain't got to do shit six months out. Right. A year out, three months out, you know what I mean? Shit like that. We can literally come up with something right now and have it out in two weeks. Correct. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that's true. I'm glad I haven't crossed the line, though. That's a good thing, because I'll yeah, I be getting messages from some people like, nigga, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> like, definitely you know, irritated the fuck out of me, but that's just what we do to each other. Like, right. that's, that's just part of the process. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just you know I, I dream shit up. I can't I can't tell you where it comes from. Like I right. can't like I literally cannot explain to you where I get a lot of the ideas that I get. Like I just, I'll just be driving or I'll wake up one fucking day and say, "Damn, that's a dope idea. Let me see how I can bring it to life." Right. And like that's it. There's really no you know. And nor- normally I'll just add in on the end of it. Like yo, okay, well try moving this there, doing this here. Like yeah popular internet shit you know write it down i don't i don't do none of that shit like i might send myself a text message once in a while to so i don't forget the concept but other than that man it's just you know i guess it's god-given shit right that's that's exactly what it is bro like we lucky we're lucky and blessed enough and highly favored enough to be able to come up with this shit um there i mean because there was in no part i'll be honest up until the 21 year old dre which is when i met you like 2021 i had no idea in my brain that this is what I wanted to do. I was a fucking rapper. Like, that's why I was like, oh, I'm a rap. Like, and then I bullshitted on that. (laughs) Let's keep it a buck. Like, (laughs) I bullshitted on that. And I was like, eh, what's next? Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Never ever forgets that you rap and love that you rap so fucking much. Vic. Yeah. Oh my God, Vic is your biggest fan, bro. Yeah, Dre, I remember I was going to house parties and shit around Rochester. And he's like, yo, Dre, Dre, Dre. Come get Battle this dude. dude, battle this dude. Spit something for this dude. You know why, though? You know why, though? Because that shit used to bring women. Like, that's why them niggas used to have me do that shit all the time. Like, Vic, that shit was shooting fish in the barrel. Yeah, right, right. Oh my God, those are the great days. So, so okay, so beyond the clothing shit, beyond like, my social media presence, your social media presence, which is wild to me because like you were for years, you were the mystery dude to everybody. Right. Cause niggas would just see the Dre says face or they would see me wearing fly death or I would talk about the shit all the time. And you didn't, I don't think you had your personal page at that time. Like at all. Now on top of that, I think people don't know is that like you do all of our printing and shit too. Like you do all the printing for us, for other companies. Um, Besides that, if we take it away from Fly Def, we take it away from printing, we take it away from social media, like you're you're a dad, bro. Like a full on dad of three. <laughs> it's fucking wild, bro. It's great. Like, and I feel like it kind of just happened and happened and happened again. And there hasn't been a point where like we've sat and been like, yo, like fuck, nigga. Like you're a dad, my nigga. Like, and and then now with these times that we're in now, it's even, it hits me even more so where I have to be like, yo, like, my nigga's a father, 
but he's also a father of, you know I mean, of mixed children. Like, yeah. in a day and age where, like, we not getting along so well. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Smoon is, yeah, you know I mean, Smoon's getting older. Are you, my question is, are you worried about having those conversations with your kids? Nah, I started having them. That, um, see, that's the scary part. I was going to ask you that if you have yet. Because, again, we talk every day. But those are my niece and nephew. Like, I don't ever want to think about having to have that conversation right, with them. Right, right, right. Or even that, having that concern of them not right. doing something like that. I want them to still live in la-la land, bro. You know what I'm saying? And enjoying life and shit. Like, I've had to have that conversation with my, my, my nephew now because he's 10. And he's, my nephew's a black boy. You know what I'm saying? Like. So like I it just little ones like yo hey you can't act the same way some of these kids can. You know what I'm saying? You got to hold yourself at a different standard like yeah. yeah. I mean, Smoon loves to play and that's one of my biggest things with him right now is like yo you got to learn when to stop. Right. You know what I'm saying Sim- simply put when somebody, you know, might be in a mood or you know, you might you, as a, a child growing up teenager you might cross the line. You know what I'm saying? You have to be able to be aware and recognize the signs and know when to stop. Because if somebody goes to somebody else in a certain situation and, and say you did this, you know, and you look like what you look like and you are what you are, you know, it's going to lean a certain way first. You might be able to get yourself out of the situation, but learn how to not put yourself in a situation in the first place. You know what I mean? So Right. Like, you got to kind of preemptively stop that. Like, dang. But I mean, even like, I mean, a year ago, was it third grade now? Two years ago when they started Black History Month. Um, right. you know, they you know gloss over it, send you home with the basics, right? Take them over to the computer, and I was like, Yo, look, like this is me and your mother couldn't have done this then. No, back then it wouldn't have been allowed, they would have killed me, right? Right, you know what I'm saying, like, and I just I didn't put into them that black and white, but it was more so like, you know, like daddy would have been in trouble. Right. And right. it wouldn't have been okay. Like, you know, and like, and here goes some pictures of some slaves. Right. So like you see the the the, the lacerations and shit on his back, he got in trouble. You know, this is what it was really like then. And I'm, you know, it might not set in just yet. Right, you know, yeah. Some shock value too. When he saw the picture, he was kind of like, I said, yeah, like this is, this is real. And like, of course he has little girls chasing him now that are, are of different descents. And I'm like, yo, like, you know, you little girlfriends and all that and, and school and I'd be giving you money and candy and coming home with toys and shit. I think it's so funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, that wouldn't have been okay. Like, right, somebody right, right. Somebody really upset with you that that happened. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't avoid it. And, you know, when you watch the NBA, you know, we watch a ton of soccer because he plays soccer. Right. And they kneel, they put their fist up. Black Lives Matter everywhere. Right. I'm saying, and I had to explain to him, like, this is what that means to you. You know, this is what that means to me and us. And this is why they're doing it. So, I mean, my honest opinion, I don't think it's ever going to change. No. And, and, and that was, that was another thing I was going to touch on. Like, it's, do you, do you fear for, for them in the future? Just because like, I'm going to be real, bro. Like I've talked about in my other episodes, like my insecurities about having children and shit is because I don't know if I would be able to approach that. Like I watch people like you, I watch like L, my barber Lamar. I watch my brother-in-law Rodney. Yeah, I mean, even Miguel, my stepdad. Like he, like I don't know, I don't know how y'all do it, bro. I don't know if I'd be able to have those conversations without breaking down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we wake up and we do it every day, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it just it comes with, of course, a, a huge responsibility, but a natural built level of resilience. Like every every day I go outside, I'm prepared to fight. Right. Uh, it doesn't matter if, if I'm going to hang out. It doesn't matter if I'm going to travel. It doesn't matter if I'm going to Walmart, Target, like whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? I know that there may come a situation or a point in time where I got to fight for my life or fight to protect my family. But right. I still go outside with a big ass smile on my face. Of course, yeah. Because if we did it, then what would life be like? That's what I'm saying. Like the, the challenge of life is really what wakes me up. So you think back to when we were kids, and like I would fall asleep on Mike's couch some nights. Yeah. You know, first thing my mom did when she woke up and she didn't see me in bed, she called right. me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So like you're gonna have those those nights, and those situations, and those visions, uh, but you gotta chase that shit out of your mind, just like a negative thought. Right, right. You don't every day we get up, we don't go through something racial. No, no, not every day. Not every day. Does it really, you know, but what's happening is people are watching this shit so much. 
they think as soon as they go outside, some shit's gonna pop off. So they're even more concerned and more cautious and yeah. yeah. And everybody's so consumed in it right now, you know what I mean? Like if you but it's overconsumption of everything, you know, the internet, the news, all that. Right. So you keep that to a realistic minimum, but pay attention at the same time, you know, you won't get so lost in it. But of course right. it's you know, Naturally, gonna make you angry and frustrated, but you still got to get up and go for yours. Like I'm still gonna get mine. I don't give a fuck what's Regardless, going. Regardless, bro. Regardless. So, but yeah, yeah it's, it's it's definitely a, a a process. Yeah, that's a, that's something different, bro. And I thought about that when I was thinking about these questions. I was like, yo, I've never sat and asked you that question just because I know at the end of the day you're gonna do anything and everything you have to for them kids. So I'm not worried about that. But I never understood. I would never understand how you feel when you have to talk to them about some shit like that or. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I didn't know it had to start. I, it started this young, neither. I was hoping it wasn't. I'm gonna be honest with you. you know? I was literally like, well, maybe, maybe he hasn't had to yet. <laughs> like, not too heavily. Like, I've been able to provide them a life where, you know, they haven't seen much conflict. Right. You know, I'm naturally laid back. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't argue or fuss. I don't complain about shit. I get up, I do what I got to do, and you know, we keep it simple. Right. So it's it's gonna be. I, I, no, honestly, just might have to be experienced. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. just, I don't got time for a lot of stuff that we saw when we were growing up. Right, 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 right. Like, and it, thank yeah. God we don't have to, they don't have to see that shit, bro. Stuff that we were around and, and things of that nature. So I'm putting them in different situations like soccer, like judo. Right. Not to make him tougher because, you know, I know a lot of tough guys, they don't play sports. Right. It's to help him start recognizing certain situations. So like, you know, when you show up to soccer and you see a kid that you know on the other team, it's not time to be friends, recognize the situation, learn it's time to compete. Correct, yep. You know what I mean? So it's not so much about being tough, it's about learning, okay, where I'm at right now, what's my goals, what am I doing here? And that'll translate to, you know, what am I doing tonight? How am I getting home? You right. know what I mean? So just, you know, putting them in all the stuff that I didn't get to do as a kid because my mom was busy working. Right. To help and develop, you know, in different ways. To give them that same experience we had, but in controlled environments. And in a better situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely get that. I love that. It was wild yeah. outside. All right. Well, I mean, so, okay. Let's let's touch back on the clothing thing real quick, because, you know, that's what we do. You ever get to the point where you just, you, you get frustrated? Because we've gotten very far. Yeah. But then there's some brands that come out. Yeah. And I... Not to be a hater, but fuck it. This shit be trash, bro. <laughs> like, and I'll be sitting here like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, my nigga. Like, even like down to like the, not even what they putting on it, just the quality of what they put out. It be garbage. And the shit blows. That shit, I'm not gonna lie, that frustrates the fuck out of me, man. Like, and I know we touch on it here and there when we talking, like, we be like, you see this bullshit that came out? But like, I never, I never got your actual like feelings about the shit. Like, I mean, if I, if I, if I started anything or did anything for the approval of others, like I, I never would have done it. Oh yeah, oh, I'm not looking for the approval, but I'm looking for the, the. the <laughs> how do I call? It? I'm looking for uh, our 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 moment our, in the my, sun. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. What we what we're oh what are they I don't want to it's not reparations but I mean it's it's like uh um you're looking for that 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 you know that monetary abundance that you know, correct correct and I don't and you know me I always say it, I don't need it all bro right just want a piece I just want a piece I just need enough you know what I'm saying like I mean, one one thing you learn though because you know the jobs I've worked and the yeah. traveling and shit I've done and all the people I've met. A lot of time, it look like people's getting it and they ain't really getting it as much as you think. That's very true. That's very true. I've learned that over the years, yeah. bro. You know, even at higher levels, man, I've met famous, you know, people who have, you know, thousands of followers and all this other shit. And, like, they ain't really doing what, you know, you, you perceive, perceive them to be doing. Right. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, that's kind of like, you know, with the Hennessy commercial, our, our, our uh, Wild Rabbit, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know if we're not, you know, because we're definitely not joining the clown show. You know, Hell we're not nah. a bunch of the attention-seeking stuff. We just want to put out dope shit and, you know, have to be appreciated. Um, 
it, it sucks, yeah, seeing stuff that you believe is beneath what you deliver, you know, go to levels that'll, you know, help you take care of your family and, and shit like that off your creativity. But I've learned to block a lot of that shit out just because sometimes you want something, but it's not meant for you to have it in that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times you want certain, say, certain opportunity that you wanted, that you felt was yours and you deserved it, but you just weren't meant to get it in that way. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's something there for you, but right. you're focused on getting it this way. You're kind of ignoring what's being shown to you, you know, a different way. And, like, I don't, I'll never stop, you know, coming up with ideas and doing shit, you know, maybe just a passion project. I'm not sure. Right. You know, maybe two I'm, years from now, it'll go through the roof. Who knows? You know what I mean? I've definitely, I've definitely received what I was looking for in a different form multiple times, multiple yeah. times over. Like I'll be looking for something. And I mean, I keep it real. It's probably God just being like, no, 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 not that way. No, right. That's not how you're going to get it. You're going to get it this way. And you're yeah. going to enjoy it this way better and it's going to be better for you in the future. Like You have you have no idea what those people are doing. Or giving up. Right. Have or seems to be something that everybody just can't let go of. Cause, and the best, the best part about our shit is, um, let's keep it real, we ain't nobody bitch. <laughs> I don't, can't, nobody, can't nobody put a thumb or a finger on what we do and claim that, it's, that they own that or that they... It was their thing to do, and and we had to do what they wanted us to do. Like nah, like that. I tell everybody the time it's a gift and a curse that, um, that we not poor. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that we not struggling because when you struggle, you do whatever you got to do to make it. Uh, when you're content and you're decent, it's um, the, it's the power of choice, man. Right, right. And I love that we have that choice. I'm gonna keep yeah. it buck. Like, I, I love that we have the the option to have choices at all times. Like. That shit is a good feeling. That's something a lot of people don't have. Even going for part-time jobs, a lot of people don't have that shit. Right, right. Got to take what they can get. You know what I mean? So I I feel like we'll get ours. I feel like I'll get mine. I feel like eventually, you know, we'll be straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, I mean, one one way or another. Like, and the crazy part about is we straight right now. We just not like fuck you, money straight. Right. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm gonna keep it real with you, because the moment that we get that, I'm a, I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. Uh, you're gonna find me in a log cabin in the middle of the woods, and I'll see you probably every six, seven months. Like, <laughs> and that's that's some shit that people don't know about me, really. Like, like as much as as much as I'm here and in people's faces, I a hundred percent love being by myself. Yeah, and away from people. Yeah, you be hiding. But. <laughs> I, it always it always makes me laugh when like people have to reach out to you to try to get me. <laughs> right. hiding. I don't be well, hiding though. I just don't. Shit, just go over there for fifteen minutes, bro. Like, man, I'm be talking about the same shit now. Bro, just go. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to do not really, but I'm gonna say I'm trying to do better. I, so, I mean, you the buffer zone, so that shit helps me out. Right, right, and that, and that's ninety percent of the reason why I do half of the shit that I do. When it when it comes to like, if it wasn't for you, um, and for this business, like, niggas would only see me online, bro. That's <laughs> oh, a real shit. Like, if it wasn't for this, and it's not, I don't got nothing against nobody. I just thoroughly enjoy my solace, and I think people don't understand that. Like, you could put me in a very nice house or apartment with everything I need. Right. And I'll be Gucci. And I think, and I think that's where I run into the issues with, with relationships and all that other shit. And you don't see me go through them left and right. And right. And I mean, that, that's, that's the thing. Like people don't understand what you, I mean, a lot of us, because I, I've had the same issues with being like short on patience. Like fam, you have no idea what I've already survived without you. Thank you. Bro. Like if you want to make my shit more complicated, then you don't need to be here and I don't need to be here. Any level of business relationship, you know, platonic friendship, you know, romantic relationship, like, I don't got time for it. Yeah, it's, like, it's, I, <laughs> but the difference between us and other people is that a lot of people just need to be with somebody. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, 
And now that's always been my thing. Especially when I was younger, bro, I was terrible. Like, I, I just, I, you have no idea what I've been through already. Why well, am I saying I with you every fucking day? Right. So, and like, we were, we were talking about it. Uh, I think we were talking about it yesterday when I was like, yo, the problem, the problem that lies with me, especially when it comes to, you know, I mean, female or even like old friends who I don't really fuck with no more. Like they, like people start to have their epiphany moments yeah. and then they want to reach back out to me. But the problem is, is my whole life has been my fucking epiphany moment. Yo, like once it's I ain't off, changed. Oh. Like, and just because you finally found yourself and your truth and you feel like you're a better person, that doesn't mean that I have to allow you back in my fucking life. Right. So like that, that I mean, it, and I know you, like I said, I know you see me go through it a couple of times with females and shit like that. I remember you telling me ve- like very, telling. I remember to the point you saying, yo, if she, if she not going to be here longer than three months, don't even fucking tell me about her. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it, and it's, so my question is, is do you, you with you watching me go through this shit with women over the years and now seeing the way that I deal with women, am I am I on the right path for myself, do you think? I think I, I'm going to say, yeah. Most people are going to say no. Well, of course. Because they, they all think I should be married and fucking happy with white big offense and shit. Like. But I say, yeah, simply because as long as you're being a thousand percent honest with yourself, yeah, you're not going to lie to anybody else. And you're not gonna right. waste anybody else's time. You know right. what I'm saying? In the process of getting to know people and and all that shit. As long as it's 100 percent truth, then yeah. And I mean, I, my my oldest brother is the same way, bro. Randy's the same way. Right. He's right. He'll he'll send a ton of toys to us, but he won't have one. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Like, right. 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 I love I love having nieces and nephews and god kids. I love that. But to have one in my space all the time? Man, look, you, you, Randy, Randy's like um, one of those TV shows where the person was in, in front of the surveillance with like 30 screens. Oh, yeah. In the dark <laughs> with Guinness. <laughs> all right? And he don't need nothing else, bro. Bro, I feel him on that. Like, there's, there's some people that are out there that are really like a lot of people project that shit yeah but you know when they're by themselves it's different you know but there are some real people that's like yo man i don't i don't need the extra headaches and it, and it took i feel like it took me forever to figure that out and that's why i was going through so many different relationships and shit like not that i had a ton of them but like i would essentially start one and then three four months into it maybe even a year sometimes i would just be like no like they're they're in too much of my space bro <laughs> call me like yo <laughs> That's what just happened. <laughs> and I'm like, but that's it? I, mean, I ain't got time for that shit, man. <laughs> nah, nah, nope. I, and I told her that. That's right. And I told her, that's it. Nah, I told her I'm nah. done with it. I ain't deal with this shit. Yo, it didn't be that way. And I don't, like, again, like, I, and I'm I'm not trying to be that that guy anymore. So that's why I'm trying to keep it a buck with everybody. Like, listen, we can, I can date multiple people. I will tell you about everybody. When I'm with you, you are the most important person in front of me. If you're cool with it, yes. If you're not, it's cool. Like, I'm cool. I'm not upset yeah. with you. 100%. You could just be a homie. I'm cool with that. We could just be homies. But just know when you cross that line that there's never, you're never going to be able to convert me into that quintessential husband man that you want. You know what I'm saying? Not yet, at least. Not until I'm ready. And I don't even know if I'll ever be ready. Some people ain't. That shit ain't for everybody, man. It's not, man. It's not. It's, Some... it's, the, it's the cookie cutter blueprint by 30, this by, you know, 35, that that most people live by. Right. So when they don't hit those milestones, they feel like they're failing in life for some reason. Yeah. Or like, I love when people are like, well, one day, I'm like, motherfucker, I'm 37. <laughs> when is one, one, one day what, nigga? Like, like yeah, right. when, one day when I'm 65, I'm going to decide to have a child? Fuck out of here. Like, yeah. nah, bro. Like The weight of importance for certain shit is just different for certain people. Correct. And like just the the weight of that just isn't it doesn't outweigh what you want success wise and professionally. You know what I'm saying? Like right. for some people they just want to do that shit, but then we know people that are married and all they do is fucking complain. And they're not happy. Miserable. And I'll be looking yeah. at them like this is what you want me to do? Right. This this is what we're supposed to be doing. You tell me I need, but I gotta listen to your shit every time I see you, right? Right. <laughs> A lot of people ain't living their truth. So, like, to answer the question, as long as you live in your truth, and I said, fuck yeah. It, that, I appreciate that. I, I figured that's the way you felt about it. But, again, these are the questions that I never really sit and ask you because we're talking about so much other shit. 
Right. No, um, man. All right. I got. I got a question. Where do you? If we had to pick a permanent, this is my last question for you. If we, if, if we had a, if you had to pick a permanent location, uh, to raise your children, your family, to own your business, to be happy for the rest of your life, where are we talking? Miami. I figured. I, I didn't think there was another answer. That's my answer. So, I figured that was yours. Miami, mainstay Miami, summer stay New York City. What part of Miami? Let's be more clear. Because, when you know, when niggas think of Miami, they think South Beach. They don't know nothing else. I, w- I would have to say, like, North Miami. They still got some quiet neighborhoods. Yeah. In, like, Miami. Around, like, Aventura. Like, I was about to say Aventura, for sure. Northeast. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't. When, like, you, when you explain Miami to people, they always say, oh, it's too fast. It's too fast. And it's like, no. Like, you oh. just haven't gone to certain spots or certain places in Miami. Yep. But when, yeah, you think everything is South Beach, and it's not. Like there's no. so much more to Miami. Like that, people that live in Miami don't go to South Beach. <laughs> I always say, I always say, people that don't know Miami fly into Miami Airport. Right. <laughs> like the, like, the niggas that know Miami fly right into Fargo Lauderdale. <laughs> Driving in, you know, right. Miami Airport is horrible. Yeah, bro. So, I think I did yeah. that once. I think it was my first trip ever there. Never again. That move. Never, I flew out one time for work, and that was it. I never, I never went through or out of there again <laughs> all day. So, but so that's, that's what's a, yeah. Another common misconception: everybody thinks Miami is South Beach, and it's not. So you got Miami for mainstay, summer stay in New York. I, it, I'm gonna keep it real. It's a toss up for me, bro. I love, I love Miami and New York. I love Miami would be my mainstay for sure. It might be a toss up between Portland and New York for my for my summer I, stay, bro. After that trip, you in Portland, bro. What'd you say? Not enough to do. Yeah, but this is me. Right, <laughs> perfect for me. You got kids. You got to worry about. I, ain't gotta worry. I need a longer stay in Portland. Portland yeah, but I mean, as soon as this shit over with, that. Oh, that's another question. Sorry, I meant, I meant to ask that one earlier. How is this, bro? How is so we? You know, we normally gone, my nigga. Like just a couple times. Two thousand twenty has been. Home, 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 home. Because of COVID. And you in Florida, I'm in New York, so it was different for us. In New York, they locked us down quick, fast, and in a fucking hurry. So there would be days where I would FaceTime, you'd be out in the sun chilling and shit with the kids, right. and I'm I'm in the house sanitizing every time I walk out the front door and shit, like before I even come back in my house after I get the mail, all that. So how was how did that work out for y'all? How or how is it still going? Because we still in this shit right now. I mean, it's, you know, it's something to be concerned about, but not to be controlled by. Um, I mean, I'm not going to compare it to any other, you know, sickness, flu, pneumonia or anything like that. It's obviously a different virus. Um, It's obviously after certain, you know, systems, age brackets, it seems like, you know, preconditions and all that. They got that Um, nigga Trump. They got that nigga Trump, finally. (laughs) We'll see if that's legit. That's what, yo, I said the same shit. Right. So, I mean, but for me, what it's done after living in Orlando, Miami, New York City, and seeing what these major metropolitans become, right, it's altered my focus on to, you know, making myself stronger financially. Right. The one thing that we all learn as we get older, a lot of times it's too late for most people, is that there's opportunity in chaos. Yep. So whenever, you know, the election comes up, you know, and there's a sickness that, you know, comes up, this is when the rich get richer. Correct. All them boys have gotten richer. Hell and, yeah. And even we learned it because as soon as this shit popped <laughs> off, when we did the mystery boxes, when people couldn't leave their homes. Nigga, I was you know, just about to say. themselves that we've ever had. I, I told people, I said, it's so crazy to say, and I hate saying it. But 2020 has been pretty fucking good to me. Doug. Besides the pandemic. But you're looking at it, you you know, and we, and every time I get a hold of something, what I do, I tell you about it. Yep. Yo, something. Stocks, yeah. fucking this, jewel, gold. Right. right. Yo, this, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So, you know, I mean, I don't talk about the stuff that I do publicly. I talk no. about it with you. Um, yeah. But since we talking, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, of course... We we jumped into Tesla, 
Yep. But, you know, also, I've, I've also been doing my research on, you know, land, um, real estate. And this is something I haven't told you yet. This is, oh, this, I've been talking to a franchise consultant. Right, right. And, you know, of course, when everybody thinks franchise, you know, what do you think? McDonald's. McDonald's, Subway, shit like that. You hear what Ross raps about. You right. Know, you know, only thing about franchises that some rich motherfucker told us about. That's the only thing that we know about it. All right, so I've been talking to a franchise consultant, and this is something that's booming right now because a lot of people that, you know, were getting 100 grand plus for their salaries or whatever, aren't, they're about to get fired. They're furloughed. Right. A lot of people are, are diving into franchises, and I can tell you straight up, bro, there are franchises that are proven to work that have six to $8,000 buy-in. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, not being able to buy land somewhere and now owning a residential plot. Right. And now I just put a bid in on another residential plot. You know what I'm saying? I, I can see where Southwest Florida is going and I'm in a position to actually do something now. Right. I couldn't afford nothing in New York or New Jersey. Hell no. Nah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Orlando. And a lot of people are complaining about what's going on, but it's like, if you have consistent income right now... You better take advantage. Oh, I'm telling you, when this shit opens back up or whatever happens in the next right. coming months or years, as long as you have good credit and as long as you have some cash, they're going to throw that shit in your face. And that, and that was my... Through this whole thing, that was my big thing. Uh, I fixed my credit through this whole thing. <laughs> And I definitely put money aside through this whole thing. I invested yeah. in things that were going to make me money. You know what I'm saying? But that all comes from us, you know, learning to look at things differently. Everybody's still complaining about not getting out of the house. Fam, I tried to rent a car to go to Miami <laughs> for the weekend with yeah. uh, the, uh, the heat. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just go different environment. Right. You know, rentals are sold out. There's not one. Oh, I know. I know. Remember when I, had to, I was going to turn the car in? And I was like, yeah, I'll just turn the car in. I'll rent a car for a month and then find something else, right? Bro, I went to go rent a car. These they were like, no, like we're just out. Like it wasn't even like they were too high. They were just sold out. Like so while we're focused on getting stronger and longevity, right? The majority are still worried about just getting out of the fucking house. You know what I'm saying? And it's like there's just so many things in your face right now. If you're paying attention, you know what I'm saying, to help you do better. And be prepared yeah. for the next time this shit comes up because it's gonna happen again. Next, next to next to me not being uh, in a relationship anymore um, and haven't been for years, this pandemic has been the most productive I've ever been. Like once I got out of being, once I once I realized what I was and what I'm going to be as far as relationships go, I feel like I got more productive. You're probably witness to that shit. I've dove deeper into what I like to do. Because I'm a cancer, so when I'm in a relationship, I want to be lovey-dovey and all that shit. I'm worried about her. And oh, it's dead. What'd you say? It's not, it's not dead to you when you're in a relationship. Yeah. It's like it's like a um, it's like a, a beach fish that's like <laughs> trying to still breathe, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but really just wants to get back in the fucking water and keep swimming. Like, and, that, and that's why I had to stop, bro. I was like, why am I doing, I'm doing this because everyone thinks that I should be doing this. Like yeah. I wasn't doing it because it was making me happy. Yeah, yeah. did I date a bunch of good looking women? Of course, yeah. of course, I'm a handsome ass nigga, but it wasn't worth it. <laughs> like, Cause that's, that's all it was. There was no substance to our relationships. Right, and it's, it's funny because, you know, tables turn and like, I'm something, I might be even tougher to deal with. Right, right. If I can't be myself, if I, if I can't do the things that I enjoy doing, if I can't travel the way I like to travel, if I can't be going the way I like to be gone, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's frustrating right. for me. So it's, you know, everybody's different and it's, it's, it's a balance to it. Everybody's a different kind of headache. That's, yeah. that's pretty much what it is. So like, I, like I was saying, this pandemic has just made me even more productive. So like, while niggas is out here, like, I need to get out of the house, I need to get out of the house. I'm sitting here like, fuck, I don't want to go back to work right now. Like, I need to, I want to get all this stuff done. I, I'm so invested in doing this stuff. Like, and even now, like when I get out of work, I should head to the crib. Like 90% yeah. of the time I'm headed to the crib. If I, unless someone's in town that I haven't seen in a while, I'm headed to the crib. And there's no disrespect to my friends, my family, none of that shit. It's just... Yeah unless you're doing something or that you need something from me that is more 
important than what I'm trying to build. Right. It's a fucking waste of time to me. It's all pointless, man. Right. It's literally, it's all pointless. Like, all this, this, these, everybody's rushing back to the bars. For what? Everybody's having these, you know, these huge get togethers, you know, like, you know, Park Ave and your area and all that shit, seeing the same people that you always see. And it's like, this is, everybody. That's just how I know, you know, niggas have, you know, evolved in a way where, you know, what's important has completely shifted. Completely, completely. You know I mean? Like it's it's com- completely shifted, and it's it's that, but that's the way it should be. But you know, again, everybody's just not going to change their outlook. Everybody just kind of wants to do what they do. They'll end up complaining about you know the same shit they've been complaining about. As you can see, what's happening with your corporate job, you know what right. I mean? Like, yep. Instead of figuring out a way to put that in their past, they just kind of want to be in the um the whirlwind of it just to have something to complain about and i just and, and, and that's my thing i'm i'm over the complaining shit like if you want to if you if you're calling me if you're messaging me to try to get on a call with me to try to have a meeting with me and your main objective is to complain about some shit stop yeah. what you're doing and don't message me don't call me don't ask to see me because i don't have there's no there's no there's no benefit for me out of that nah and that's that's honestly when shit started changing um for me and I can't even tell you how I got there, but it was just one of those days where I just say, you know what? I'm not going to complain about anything anymore. So for like two, three months straight, every time a complaint popped in my head, I chased it off. Yeah. Like, just like literally like a, a mental exercise. And like, I mean, you can tell me or tell everybody straight up, when's the last time you heard me complain about anything? Never. I'm the one complaining. I don't complain about shit. And that's one <laughs> thing that really started to change, you know what I'm saying? Everything around me. Yeah. That, and I don't I don't complain too and I don't accept, you know what I mean, complaining. So like once you call me and you're heading certain way, all right, yeah, I gotta go. Yep, pretty much. Like I just I can't receive it. This is exactly how it goes. And I and I totally understand that. And I yeah. get that. And I appreciate that though, because I I then you're not complaining to me either. Right. I've just trained myself to not receive it. Like I just right like hardcore and you know it just it helps filter out a ton of people bro a ton of people and a ton of situations right all right well shit man let's wrap it up um one one question that you have for me before we end it all i didn't know how to come up with one i know that's why i'm asking now gotta be it's gotta be fresh right and that way you couldn't think of no shit that might embarrass me oh boy (laughs) Research. Um, well, you said Portland, right? Yeah. But in general, when are you going to leave Rochester? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a real good one. No, because every year. Every year. It's my last year here, bro. I can't do it no more. I really, I'm in the middle of, like, in that position right now, bro. Like, I really, I really can't no more. Um, but then, but this shit, like, this happens, and I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, so no, realistically, realistically, um, 2021 is it? Like, I'm, and I'm not even joking. Like, it's gotten to the point now where, like, with the stuff that's going on with my day job, like, you know that, like, it's a big corporation. Shit right. downsize. Um, I'm either going to have to exit or find another position that fits me better. This this retail shit's not working for me too much anymore. Um, so I just have to find a different aspect of it. That if I'm going to stay with them, then that's what I'm going to do. Um, if not, then why do I need to be here? Like the only person that's keeping me here in Rochester is my mother. Everybody knows that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and even she's been like, no, you need to get the hell out of here. Just for my house. Let me tell you. Yeah. And you know, I came down here with Snake. Yeah. And I remember a time we had to go back and take care of something for um for my niece, Natalie. Yeah. The one person that told me not to come back was the one person that wanted me back there the absolute most. Right. Eleanor. Yeah, I already know. Everybody else, well, Terrell, I guess it's time to come back. Well, maybe just come back for a little while. Maybe just come back for a little while. I got on the phone with my mother. She said, 
you don't want to come back here, don't you come back. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's too easy to be here, bro. And, you know, uh, people always say, I'm going to be here for, you know, I'm stay for like a year or two, then I'm going to, and what happens? Right. And that move again. You know, and you know what's crazy? What actually pushed me to my limit and has me at the point of like, nope, this is it, uh, was the pandemic. Because I couldn't leave. Where before, I could always just leave. I could be like, oh, like even now, like I can't really leave like I want to because if I leave the state of New York, I can't come back to work. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like for at least two weeks. So that's got me like, well, shit. Now I'm stuck in a place that I, I, I love Rochester. Rochester is my home. Oh, man. I don't want to be here 24-7, though. And I've had to be for an entire year, bro, almost. Like, when was the last time you heard me take a whole year of not going anywhere? Right. So, to answer your question, 2021, I'm gone. Um, everybody's going to have to deal with the shit. Uh, if they can't deal with it, oh, well. I've come to realize that a lot of the things that I've held back for, not just my mom, but other things, um, it's, not, it's not treating me well. Right. I'm not happy. Uh, I surround myself by shit, literal stuff, nah. uh, an abundance of fucking shoes and clothes and electronics and shit like that, and now fucking firearms. So it's like, I need to, I need to get away, and that's and that's the only way. And that's so I think that's the only way I'm gonna find the the actual lifestyle that I love too is not, yeah. not here. Fact. Well, shit, man. That was episode ten, y'all. Whoa. That was a good one. That was a good one. I got Terrell on the mic for a good minute here. That was a good one. Oh shit! Before we go, should we should we announce some shit before we leave, or you want to just wait to drop it on them? I mean, if people are paying attention, they've seen one of the pieces. You know, I'm saying that we're gonna put out. Um, I mean, I don't even know what we're gonna call it yet. It's just funny because we're gonna drop it probably within like 72 hours. Right. And- Still haven't even really named the collection at all, but this is why we were able to do that, right? We were able to do that. So, I will say this since this is my 10th episode, since we got some fire coming out in the next 72 hours or so, um, we're gonna do another giveaway. So, uh, comment on this, make sure that you're subscribed. You will go into a raffle to win a Dre Says backpack with a Dre Says t-shirt in it, which I haven't put out yet. Um, and maybe some other special stuff coming out. Yeah, yeah make sure you new shit. Yeah, we might be throwing some new shit in there for y'all too. Yeah. So, this has been episode 10. I love y'all as always. Right, you already know you, my nigga, forever. Bang, bang, brat, brat. Peace. I must face a world of strangers where I don't belong. I'm not that strong.